Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and today is Friday, May 13th, 2022. It has been a busy day. There's been a lot going on, so let's just get right into it, talk about some of the things that I've been seeing and some of the things I've been working on today. So, this morning we did have a couple releases that I wanted to talk about. The main one was a Nike Dunk Low Rift Blue, and I believe it was part of their Next Nature series, which are like made out of recyclable materials and all that kind of stuff. And resale was decent on it. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't anything to write home about, but I believe the retail on the shoes is about 110 bucks. Resale on the shoes was somewhere around 160 to 180. And depending on what size you got, resale varied. So I ended up going for mainly bigger sizes that seem to be the best selling and also the most difficult to get. And so a small tip, you can check on Twitter. I found a couple accounts that do Nike stock and I believe one of them is actually called sneaker stock. And from what I can tell, it seems like it's pretty accurate for what the actual stock of the shoes on the sneakers app is. So Nike loads up the shoes and there's some web developer out there who figured out how to look up the stock on the back end and figured out what the stock is. And from what I can tell, it seems like it's pretty accurate for what the actual stock numbers of the sneaker are. So if you want to kind of get a gauge of what shoes size you should go after, that's a pretty good indicator. However, I don't typically use that. I just go with the same sizes that I've always gone with on my sneakers accounts because A, I believe that looks more realistic to Nike. And B, I, I believe that really like if you have shoe sizes that are more stock put out by Nike, right? If they're purposely putting more stock out for a certain size, it's probably because more people are entering for that size, right? They have all the data for this. They have all the numbers. They are the experts here. So typically if there's a lot more people entering for a size, they would probably make more stock for that certain size. And so you probably have a lot more competition than you would on some of the other sizes. So I try and go for sizes sometimes depending on what sizes I've kind of set up for my accounts that match the accounts. But sometimes if I see that there's just only a profitable size, I'll just enter all my accounts for maybe the one size or maybe a couple bigger sizes depending on what the shoe is. And so I ended up hitting on one account. I think I got like a size 14 and that's a low key thing for me. Size 14s are huge. I I love going for size 14 shoes. The reason being there's enough people out in there that wear size 14 and that's like their shoe size and to me or you or most people that sounds obscenely big right size 12 is probably the size that we know most of our friends that have bigger feet would have but size 14 is a much more common size than you would think and there's definitely a lot of demand out there for that size additionally the other thing is that there isn't that much supply typically so you have this weird thing where size 14 size 13 but normally some of these bigger sizes if there's a shoe released in that size there is usually a good amount of demand for it because people with bigger feet have a very tough time finding shoes as it is, let alone getting a hype release or a sneaker off the sneakers app. So overall, I've done really well off a size 14, 15. And um, I, I usually, if I hit a size 14, I'll be pretty happy with that. So overall, I think prices are around 180 to $200 for that size. I was pretty pumped about that. And much past that, I don't really believe we had too many other releases. We did have one release this morning. There was a couple things releasing on the Disney, the Shop Disney site. I'm not going to go too much into that because there wasn't a ton of profit to be made. But I would encourage you, look for a lot of these low-key flips out there. There's so many of them. And if you're not making money 
in reselling, you really do need to look at why you're not making money because probably it's your fault, right? I mean, there are so many opportunities out there. I talk about this all the time. Now, if you want to build a big business, you may have a tough time trying to build a big business just on eBay, just doing random flips that you find retail arbitrage, online arbitrage. If you want to go and do a more scalable model, you may have to look into an Amazon style model where you can get items that you can get consistently, whether that's private label, wholesale, replenishables, whatever you're doing. If you want to build a bigger business, you want to be able to consistently get inventory or at least have a consistent place where you're going to be able to get inventory when you need it. And retail arbitrage, online arbitrage is great for building a little bit of a war chest to go, uh, I guess, into the battle of business, if you will. But you want to actually have something that's sustainable for yourself and so that you don't burn out looking for all these flips unless that's what you live for, right? And if you do live for that, then go start a cook group because there's plenty of people that'll pay you for that information. I don't necessarily live for finding that information. I can do it and I'll do it and be able to help maybe a group out here or help GFNF out whenever I can and stuff like that. But much past that, it's not a passion of mine. So I do like finding new business opportunities and I do like finding things that can kind of scale a little bit more. And so I've been working on Amazon and trying to work with that. Today, I didn't do a whole lot of Amazon stuff. Majority of the stuff I did today was eBay. And the reason for that is I just have some inventory I need to move. And I don't want to be sitting on this inventory, especially a lot of it is like weird kind of top of the market type things. So maybe some sports cards. I have some of those. So I listed those up today. I have some kind of other collectible cards I've gotten. So I listed most of those up today. I have a lot of vinyl that I got in that I need to list. So I listed that up today and just got a bunch of stuff ready to go. Got a bunch of listings that my VA had made for me last week. Kind of put that off until this week and kind of really started to realize I should get some of this stuff listed to sell. And thankfully starting to make a couple sales here at the end of the day after I got a bunch of listings up. And it's funny how that works on eBay, right? You, you make some listings and then sales start popping off. And that's, I believe, eBay's way of rewarding you for doing sales. Now, I don't necessarily, or I mean making listings, I don't necessarily know if eBay actually has that built into the algorithm or if it just attracts more people to your store so then more people see your items and buy them. But either way, when I do make a lot of listings, I can always count on a sale or two coming just at the end of the day, depending on when I list, just because it seems like eBay kind of pushes my store a little bit better up in the search results and stuff like that. So the other thing is that I'm selling a lot of items that are generally just better items and sell relatively quick if they're priced right. So sometimes I will price things in at a little bit of a top and just try and get the top of the market but most of the stuff i try and price pretty competitively to get a a decent buyer in before the resale price on the, the item falls out so that's what i've been working on i got a lot of stuff listed up today that was mainly what i did for majority of the day is just going through looking at ebay stuff i did some bookkeeping as well i got the bookkeeping files ready for my virtual assistant to handle today and much past that it hasn't been too much else outside of those certain core things that I worked on today. I'm, I'm going to be working a little bit tonight just trying to get some stuff done for looking for Amazon items. I'll probably do some Python and Amazon tomorrow and just keep plugging away. I mean, really focusing on Amazon. I think that's the big thing. I did get some items in today as well that I'm going to be selling on Amazon. Nothing super super crazy priced, nothing super profitable, just new tester items that I'm looking at, things that hopefully will sell relatively quick, but we'll see how things go. I didn't order a ton. I didn't go all in. I maybe ordered at the most four of an item to try and 
do some tests with and all different sorts of things like that. So overall should be good. I'm going to get those packed up probably between today and Sunday because the other items are supposed to arrive sometime between today and Sunday. So I want to get the last bit of items in, get a shipment prepped up and then send it into FBA and see how things go from there. So overall, just a super kind of a pretty productive day. It started out a little bit haywire. I got up later, wasn't feeling it. And sometimes you have that. Maybe let's talk about that for a second, right? I hear a lot of people talk about how you need to do the right things every day. You need to be able to come to work every day with a good attitude. You need to be able to, especially if you own the business, do the things you need to do, whether you feel like doing them or not. And there are just some days where you don't feel like doing it, right? I mean, there's just whether something's wrong in your personal life, whether you just don't feel good. Maybe you're feeling sick or you're feeling tired. Like you still need to get work done. And it's tough sometimes when you really don't feel like it because there's just days where you're either kind of in a bit of a drag or you're just like not feeling like doing it. You wish you could be doing something more fun. And plenty of those days come along. And sometimes I almost need to just take a quick breather, maybe take 15 minutes to stop what I'm doing, get either a Red Bull or a coffee and just throw some caffeine in my body and switch it up. And that's what I did today. I ended up planning on today. I was originally supposed to do a lot of Amazon sourcing. I've done Amazon sourcing every day, which is cool, but maybe not the most interesting thing. And I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to do for eBay tomorrow. So I ended up switching the days and just maybe putting a little bit of variety in there every once in a while isn't a bad thing. I do think that sometimes it's good to have that as a mix because a lot of the times we get bored doing the same things every day, day in, day out, day in, day out. Same thing. Get up, go on Amazon, look for products, see if I can buy them somewhere else, go back to Amazon, see if it's profitable. It's the same thing and it's not necessarily the most exciting thing, right? It's not like you jump out of bed ready to look on Amazon, but at the end of the day, it's a good business and it's something that I need to do to make money and it's a business that I think I enjoy more than doing most other jobs. So for me, it's trying to just, if I have a day like that, and those aren't normal, those are kind of rare, but occasionally you just wake up and you're just like, man, this doesn't, this is not like the day. This is not the day I wanted to do this, but you got to get the, you got to get the work done. And that's really what it comes down to is just putting in the hours, putting in the work, but mainly trying to accomplish the goals that you've set out for yourself and making sure that those things happen. And I think that a lot of times it's tough to do that. The discipline thing is a huge issue for a lot of people, including myself sometimes, but you kind of just have to power through and get the things done because at the end of the day, it's not going to matter whether or not you were there and at your desk and present for eight hours or 10 hours a day. It really matters what you accomplish. And so that's what I'm trying to figure out, just trying to kind of get my system balanced. But most of the stuff I did today, I was planning on doing tomorrow, just switched it up a little bit just to try and get some variety in there because occasionally I just have a, a day where things aren't really going that well or I don't feel like I'm getting that much done or I just don't feel like doing what I have for the day. But you kind of have to figure it out those days and just power through because you got to get work done. And the days where you don't feel like doing things, the day where you don't feel like it's really the the, the best thing that you want to be doing right now, your business doesn't care is I guess what I'm trying to say. Your business doesn't care if you want to do it. It doesn't care if you're excited to ship stuff out, if you're excited to list stuff. The business keeps going on and on and on until it stops because you stop putting in the effort. And so for me, it's just one of those things that's a constant reminder to keep up the, keep up the work because there's obviously a huge payout with building a business and it has several benefits, several things that can go very well for you. But if you stop putting in the effort or maybe you let up on the gas a little bit things can really really slow down and it's not worth the it's not worth the maybe extra good that you would feel in a small uh, window of a day just because you didn't feel like working like it's not worth that you got to kind of just keep working on those sorts of things 
and at the end of the day, getting the goals and objectives that you had set out for yourself done. So that's what I did today. Just try to get as much as I could done and things ended up going pretty smoothly. I feel pretty refreshed, honestly, to like go back and do some more research on Amazon. So I'm going to do that tonight and then go to bed, wake up tomorrow, pretty refreshed and go and get some more Amazon work done as well. So overall, just kind of trying to plug away and keep getting work done whenever I can and trying to find new products to sell on Amazon. It's the same thing day in, day out. And that's probably what it's going to be for a, a little bit going on here is me talking about different releases and then me talking about looking for flips on Amazon. And the reason is it's repetitive. It's not the most exciting sometimes. And good businesses, the way that the way that Daily Refinement always put it, and I, I don't know if I necessarily like the way that he put it, but I'm going to say it and then maybe do a different take on it. He always said, good businesses are meant to be boring. And I think that that's kind of true, right? I guess if you invest in a business, you would want it to be as boring as possible as long as it's making money because if it's making money, you're doing well. If it's not doing anything, if it's not doing anything, like you don't want it to be doing all sorts of crazy things, right? You don't want them to be going and finding a completely new market to dive into while they don't even have the thing over that they started with working properly to begin with. And then you don't want them like diving into all sorts of things that they really don't know what they're doing and like taking all sorts of massive risks. You kind of want them to methodically work their way through things. You want them to be able to look and analyze a market before they dive in and and to be able to address like you want them to innovate, but you don't want them to just go to start new things just for the sake of starting things. You want them to actually continue to develop what they have there and innovate when they need to or when they would like to and kind of plan those sorts of things out. And so in the same way, a business has to be run by us in the same kind of fashion. You don't want to just be one day diving headfirst into something random and then the next day something else looks cool. So you go over there. You don't want to have that shiny object syndrome because that can totally tank your business out. So you want to be kind of consistent and doing the same things and putting in the work. And I kind of have a clear idea of what I need to be doing every day. It's looking for products on Amazon, developing a system, and then looking to outsource that system. Those are like the three things I'm working on. Once I can kind of get the deal flow down, then it becomes a matter of getting the shipping kind of down, figuring that out, getting that optimized, hopefully hiring somebody for that and looking to move out because I'm not going to have somebody come over to my parents' house and help me ship. So just a lot of different things, a lot of variables I'll be looking at there, but that's kind of the plan for now. So that starts with sourcing, that starts with being able to get product in. If you can't get product and you can't ship product out, so let's get some product in here and then let's get some stuff shipped out to Amazon, get it selling, figure out what stuff works, what stuff doesn't. And then from there, we can outsource that sort of work to virtual assistants for the sourcing side, outsource the other work to either a prep center or have somebody come in-house and do some shipping for me and really try and optimize and outsource as much of the business as possible so that I can be looking for new markets, new types of products, all sorts of things. Maybe not doing the day-to-day search of a single particular product, but looking for new brands or looking for new uh, whole categories to work in, or maybe learning how to get ungated, or even learning how to find wholesale suppliers, right? Once I have one part of the business down, then I can move to the next part of the business and the next part and the next part and trying to build that way. But trying to get everything going at one time doesn't necessarily make the most sense or work very well. If I get the shipping down, but I don't have any product coming in, well, that's no good. So kind of got to start from the basics and at a first principles kind of point of view, and then work my way up from there and hopefully expand on the business as 
more capital comes in, as more sales are being made, and the whole nine yards of that. So anyway, that's what I'm working on right now. It'll be similar most of the days, but I'm going to keep you informed and kind of keep you up to date with what I'm doing. Hopefully by the time this thing is working, you'll have a clear path of what took me uh, to where I am at the end of it and kind of a, a good idea of where you should start, what tools you should use, and how to execute properly on building an Amazon business. So that's what I'll be working on from here on for the foreseeable future. So with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Friday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.